It's God's plan. It's worth it. You may feel like you're giving up something, potentially hurting somebody in the process or whatever, um, but it's worth putting your spouse first and, and cleaving to them and making their needs, wants, and desires the most important of any human on the planet. Hey, welcome to another episode of Marriage Rescue 101. Whether you're in a tough season in your marriage or want to learn skills to navigate through one, this podcast is here to bring hope to troubled marriages and tools to make good marriages great. I'm Thad. And I'm Stacy. And we're honored that you're with us for today's episode. We were so blessed to interview Alan and Nicole and share it with you here today. We met Alan years ago during a business presentation and were instantly drawn to him. Today, we are a part of the same amazing business team, and we see the way this beautiful couple loves one another, and we know their marriage will inspire you as it does us. Well, Alan and Nicole, thank you guys so much for joining us here today. We are so blessed to have you guys on this podcast with us. Thank you for having us. We are so excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Well, we would like if you guys wouldn't mind to take a second to introduce yourselves, tell us about yourselves, your family. I'll let you go first, babe. Okay. So we're Alan and Nicole Blaine. We've been married almost 30 years, 30 years in September. Wow. And yeah. And it's so funny because I have to ask him how many years now? Usually it's the opposite. It's the guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's, the that knows. He's the number guy. I'm not. So anyways, um, and we have six children. We have five girls, one boy aging all the way from 28 down to 15 years old. So wow. Uh, but we have three left in the home and we live in Nashville, Tennessee, yeah. and we get to work from home together. Yes. That's so awesome. I bet that's awesome to do after so many years of not working together. <laughs> Absolutely. It that's is. Right. Uh, it's amazing. It's a blessing. It truly is. Very cool. Well, let's start off with asking this question. What is it like to have a perfect marriage? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Do you? I don't know. There's no <laughs> when you find when you find the person uh, that knows the answer to that question, yeah. I, I would love to uh, pick their brain. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? We're we're still searching. <laughs> so you guys have been married for almost thirty years. Um, what are some of the challenges you faced in the early years of your marriage? Where do we start? Yeah, seriously, where do we start? <laughs> um, 30 years is a long time. I know that's a, a, like a broad question to ask, but I know that we none of us go into marriage knowing exactly what we're doing. We all scuff our face on the ground from time to time. So, yeah, I feel like there was a lot of there's a lot of things like when I think back to the early years of marriage, I just you know, we didn't have any um, we, we didn't have any godly counsel about marriage before getting married. Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm even thinking about that, yeah, you know, that's no, a big we deal. Didn't. We really did not know yeah. what Nicole grew up in an atheist home, a mm -hmm. broken home, several mm -hmm. different step parents over the years. Um, I grew up in a Christian home, but never, you know, had the, never had those conversations and never had any, any real training other than what I saw modeled. So went into mm -hmm. it very unprepared, I guess you could say. And, um, 
did not, I think one of the big challenges we faced early on was that I did not understand the importance of leaving and cleaving and, um, you know, separating in a healthy way from Mm -hmm. my own immediate family and, um, putting my marriage, Nicole above any other, you know, person's relationship with me, my parents and siblings included. And that caused a lot of challenges, a lot of problems that put a ton of stress on our marriage in those early years. And if I only knew then what I knew now, what I know now, I, I, you know, I would have done things completely differently, but I think about other challenges like just selfishness, um, on my part, much more than Nicole's part, uh, just selfishness and not understanding what my wife needed, not even really seeking out what does she need and wanting to really learn what does she need from me And, you know, it was more like, well, hey, it's 50 50. I I expect this from her. I will provide, I will work, I will mow the lawn, you know, I'm going to do these things. Therefore, I should get these other things. And, um, you know, just just that stinking thinking that is, you know, I guess prevalent in today's world, but it's not a godly perspective of marriage in any way, shape, or form. So, again, that caused a lot of issues in our marriage. And, um, I don't know. He says he was selfish, but I was too. So, um, because I didn't know that his needs, you know, you've heard the book, his needs, her needs. Right. And I didn't know his needs. And so I didn't give him, you know, what he needed. Cause I didn't understand growing up like I did. And so that took a while to know, you know, the things that were important to him to, you know, eat right and exercise and, you know, give him what he needed in the bedroom on a consistent basis and things like that. Right. No one taught me that. And I wish I knew all those things in the beginning of marriage. So I was selfish too, not just you. (laughs) And then of course there's the little things like, no, we'd go grocery shopping together, you know, making you know, I don't know. I was making $7 an hour. She was making minimum wage at the gym, like $4.25, I think it was. Yeah, um, and so we were, we were, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. And so every dollar really mattered. And um, going to the grocery, we go grocery shopping together. I'd go more than anything just because I wanted to keep an eye on what she was spending. You know, it was like, that's how stressed I was about it. I think Well, we went together a lot <laughs> and we wanted to be together. Yeah. We did yeah. want to be together, but it was like, but our first fight was at the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it was like, dude, uh, my mom bought Aquafresh. What are you doing with Colgate? Like the super <laughs> stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, I grew up on Colgate. Well, okay, well, yeah. you, know, well you know, it's just silly now when I think about it, but things that... And by the way, we, we don't use neither now. Right. So it sounds like... Um, your marriage was a lot like um, a lot of other marriages out there where you grew up a certain way and you brought that baggage with you into this, this new life. And so um, Alan, you had your own set of ways of doing things. And Nicole, you had your own set of of ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And did you, when bringing those together, did you think that, you were going to incorporate each other's baggage or did you think it's my way or the highway? Mm, that's a really good question. Why? Well, I don't think I thought about it. Yeah. I don't mm. think Honestly. I, either. I, I think the that's way probably I, a typical answer. Yeah. yeah. I, I think it was my way or the highway in a way, believe it or mm-hmm. not, I'm a very nice person, but um, just because how I was raised, you know, very um, selfish. I, I learned. And after I became a Christian, it was like, wow. Like I am very selfish. So, 
it took a lot of growing for me in a lot of different areas. But um, yeah, I know one thing, you know, um, you know, words I would use like divorce, you know, if I got really upset and he would be like, that is not how I grew up. Like you never say the D word. I'm like, what? I don't understand. You know, my family did all the time and I thought it was normal. And he's like, no. And we have to make about like a promise right now that we will never, no matter what happens. And I'm like, okay, let's do it. (laughs) I will never say it again. And we did it from there on out. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's impressive. (laughs) Yeah. That's a huge step for a young couple to actually realize that. Yeah. Well, I had no clue. I didn't do do a lot of things right, but I think that was one of, that was one of the few, one of the few I did understand is that is not going to be an option no matter what. Yeah. Um, And, and to answer your question for me, from my perspective, I just think that, yeah, I just didn't think about it. I I just, it never, it goes back to what I started off saying. I just never really gave marriage a whole lot of thought. It was just, I expected everything to work. Like I perceived my parents' marriage had worked up to that point. Right. No. And see, a lot of couples that we ask that question answer it the exact same way. I don't know. I didn't even think about it. But I think that we, as a young couple, we just kind of think that, you know, my wife is going to do what I tell her to do. She's going to follow my lead. And uh, the wife is thinking the exact same thing. You know, he's going to do what uh, I think is best. And we don't talk about it. You know, and that's that, that's where we that's a slippery slope. It's where we get caught a lot with with problems. Now, Nicole, did it? Um, did you come to that realization once you started? Once you found your faith, is that what it was that started making you realize that? With was Al did and did Alan share that with you, or how did you come? No, to- no, because you know I had became a Christian in college, and then we mm-hmm. got married at a young age. I don't think we mentioned that, but I had just turned twenty, and he was twenty. And so there was a lot of things. It, it sounds kind of silly that I didn't know. Like, you know, I grew up in a home, an atheist home where my mom cussed left to right. And so sometimes I would say a swear word. And he's like, you don't cuss. I'm like, what? I had no clue. So he would have to show me in God's word. I'm like, wow. Yeah, it, I shouldn't do that. Yeah. You know, so it was him teaching me, you know, different things um, in God's word. It was like, yeah, I'm not supposed to do that. And selfishness. Oh my goodness. Like I had no clue. I was just clueless. So. Even, even though I was teaching her those things, meanwhile, yeah. I'm the biggest hypocrite <laughs> on the face of the planet. I just had grown up in church yes. and knew the right things the to say and the things we shouldn't say and the things we shouldn't talk about like divorce. You know, I mm-hmm. understood print biblical principles. I just wasn't really not, I wasn't living them out. Mm. Um, That's and- so that's interesting. Okay. So you grew up in the church, you understood all those biblical principles, but yet when it came time to get married, the biblical principle of leaving and cleaving was challenging for you. So what did that look like in your marriage? Like what dynamic did that play? Uh, it's a good question. First of all, I, I don't know. I, at that point in my life, I had grown up in church. And so I would have heard the passages about, and the, you know, most most notable passage about leaving and cleaving. Yeah, I would have heard that. I would have recognized it, but I didn't know it. And I didn't understand it in any way, shape or form, you know, at 20 years and four months old, when I got married, I waited till she was 20 and four days old before I married her. I think (laughs) five days, I think it was 20 and five. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, she had just turned 20 when we got married. So we're 50 this year, but 
Um, what was the question? I'm sorry. Um, well, what did that, how did that dynamic play out in your marriage? Um, yeah. you know, what did that look like not leaving and cleaving? Yeah. So, um, Nicole will probably like, as far as examples, probably has as many, but like what I would think of the first thing I thought of just when you asked that is maybe my family, my mom or my dad or a sibling desires this day or this event or Mm -hmm. us to do a certain thing, go a certain place on a certain day, conduct a certain activity. And Nicole didn't want and had other plans for our family that day. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's a great example. There's so many examples back then. It's just been many years now. It's hard to remember. Mm -hmm. And where I would just be more caring about more sensitive to my, how my would pick a, pick a person. I'll pick my mom, how, how my mother or my sister or my brother or my dad might feel about this, you know, their wants, needs, and desires than my own wife, my own bride in that. And that played out over and over and over many different times over that first, well, probably strongly for the first six years of our marriage. And it was around the six or seven year mark when I took a job uh, with the California highway patrol and got Mm -hmm. stationed, moved out of the local area. And, um, and that was a big deal yeah, for our marriage. It was one of the best thing that's ever best happened thing. to our marriage is just getting away from both of our, and not that everyone needs to do this, but in the situation we were in, it was the best thing that's yeah, ever happened to our so marriage. Healthy. Second best thing, um, to yeah. me coming to know Christ as my personal Lord and savior at age 28, mm. eight, eight, a little yeah. shortly thereafter that actually. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's awesome. So yeah. you guys, uh, getting away from from your extended family, you had to depend on each other a lot more than, didn't you? Big That's time. right. Yes. And, and with three young children, I think at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, and no family around mm-hmm. and moving into places where we didn't have a friend around, Yeah, you know, move into a new County that we did yeah. not know a single soul. So yes, we it definitely was, had to depend on each other. It was it, a wonderful it, thing. It was, yeah, super healthy for us. And to go back, like as far as family too, he was the first one to get married out of four children. And I think like to, you know, show grace to his family, you know, I think they're still learning too, like to give the family, like uh, the first one to be married. It's like, they don't understand that. Okay. You got to let go of your child. This is my first one. And I feel like they got better after the second one got married and so forth. So since he was the first one, it was like, you know, we want you at every event and doing this and doing that. And it's like, it was so overwhelming, especially when we had little ones and we were invited to different events and yeah. And just not feeling like a family. I felt like the family was getting torn apart. So. And it It sounds like they were, sounds like they were holding on for dear life. Yeah. And it wasn't a godly family. You know, even though, to be fair, even though I say I grew up in a Christian home, I grew up in a home that professed Christ that went to church two or three times a week, but it wasn't a Christian home. It, you know, there was a lot of, lot of hurtful activities and comments and actions on my family's part towards my wife, you know, that, that, you know, I could see now why maybe, you know, she, Nicole had certain feelings about not wanting to get together with the family five nights a week. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know what I mean? So yeah, that was a big deal in our marriage. Mm -hmm. Nicole, how did, like, how did you navigate through that? Like, did you think that that was a normal thing or that he would want to spend so much time with his family? 
it, it, yeah. So yeah, of course I knew he wanted to spend time. You know, I thought that was important. I wanted to, that was one of the things I was so attracted to, to his family because I had a broken family. So mm. I'm like, Oh, I have the most, you know, perfect Christian family thinking that when going into it, like, Oh, they're so perfect. And realizing, you know, God taught me real quick. Nobody's perfect. No family is perfect. And, um, so yeah. So for me, um, I just, realized really quick that they weren't perfect. And, um, it, it was hard. It was super hard, <laughs> it was super hard time because his sister did not care for me. She told me, I don't even think your marriage will last a year. And it uh -huh. was, it was awful. My so dad at awful. a dinner table yeah. said, we wish Alan would have married this other girl that it was his girlfriend in high school. His I mean, it was, it, it was, was not the warm, loving, Wait, the mom loved me. Wow. I mean, she cried her, the mom, you know, stormed off, went to the, you know, restroom and she got upset at the father. And I'm just like, is this happening? So, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That had to be a, that had to be a knife to the heart, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really hurt me. Can only but imagine. Of course, you know, I forgive him and <laughs> everything's fine, but um, yeah, but it was very hurtful, very confusing, especially being a brand new baby Christian yeah. and thinking you're getting married into the most perfect family and then realizing not, you know, so, um, but, but I just remember like, you know, just reading God's word. It's like, no, God brought me this man. I'm going to stick with him. I'm going to be patient and just pray. So I did a lot of praying and God did a miracle <laughs> years later. So yeah, it does take years for sure. It's practice, 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 yeah. right? So, and I'm sure that it wasn't easy because both of you guys said one of the early challenges in your marriage was being selfish. So I'm sure that that was definitely a process that you had to work through in why is Alan wanting to spend time with his mom so much and not with yeah. me? And why is Nicole not serving me the way I need this? And uh, yep. could you guys, do you guys have any examples you may get, uh, be able to give us about what that, how that played out in your marriage with the selfishness? I mean, there's just too many to choose from, you know, you know, during, during that time, you know, I could give an example as far as, you know, the exercise staying in shape. Well, I had put on a lot of weight, but I had a lot of health problems. That's when I had the chronic fatigue, fibromyalgia and all these issues and IBS and going to the hospital all the time and kidney stones. And I mean, I could go on and on and I had depression and it's like, this was all new to him. It's like, mm. you're married this, you know supposedly healthy wife Fit, and she's, healthy beautiful she's college going, athlete yeah, yeah and she's just going downhill you know and it was confusing to me at the time so I know that that was really hard for him and um you know it was important for you know me to be in shape exercise and like now like I realize and the advice you know I give other moms and other women is make sure that you're eating healthy and uh that's an exercise is important you know, all that. And then of course, giving, you know, his needs in the bedroom, but, um, but exercise and all that and good nutrition is so important. So important because if you're not feeling good and you're sick and you're tired, then it's going to be hard to be a great wife and be able to give to others. And at that time, I just couldn't, I'm yeah. super sick. Was it, was that hard, a uh, hard time for you to understand what was going on, Alan? I know you probably really were concerned about getting her healthy, but I understand that too. Like, but I want to go do this and I want to, how come you can't do that? And yeah, it was a very hard time because I did love her and I did want to see her well. Um, I saw her struggling in a variety of ways with three young children. And at the same time, I felt kind of like 
frustrated because you know us guys we usually just we want to fix things right and I I didn't know how to fix it I didn't know how to fix it and here I am you know working shift work and having to head off to work knowing we're living somewhere with no family she's stuck with three little ones at home that she's responsible for I've got to get to work with as a police officer at the time and I'm leaving her in the evening or in the morning or whatever my shift I was on knowing she is not in a good place. So it, it hurt on like a variety of levels. And then, yeah, even selfishly, you know, thinking, man, yeah, I, ha- you know, I don't have, she, obviously she can't even heart barely take care of herself and the kids. I'm, I'm very low on that priority list, just out of survival mode yeah. right now. And that's just the oh, way yeah. it's gotta be. So that was a tough, very tough season for us. We've had a lot of tough seasons. Yeah, we have. <laughs> well, you know what, though, you said one of the best things for your marriage is the fact that you moved away from family, but then you had the struggle because you weren't close to family, but then you guys worked through it together. Mm-hmm. So I think that shows on this end of it, how strong of a marriage you guys have, because you had to figure it out Yeah, and you had to work through those challenges and realize that I can't be that I can't be selfish if I want to serve my wife, I can't be selfish. If I want to serve my husband and us being together and putting each other in a priority, like it shows all over the place. When we see you guys together on social media, um, how strong your marriage is and how Mm -hmm. much you love each other. So it's just like, I know that you guys could probably tell us a bookload of things that you've been through, but just hearing that part, I was just like, Oh, well, that was it. They left, they moved, they Left and cleft and cleft. Is that the right word? <laughs> is that a word? They cleave together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so it just shows in the strength that they have in the yeah. marriage. Is so would you say that that was the point in your marriage where you made each other a priority? That you made your, your marriage a priority. The moving away from family. Is yeah. Rescuing. Well, once we got a little taste of like, wow, like what it did, it was like, oh, yeah. okay, this is marriage is great. Like, I didn't know it could be this good. I mm. haven't thought so. about that question. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm slow to speak because I'm thinking like, I don't know. My first thought was, I don't know. But then hearing Nicole say that, yeah, I think it was, I mean, yeah, that was that really was a point, big turning like. point. Yeah. And it's hard too, because we moved away from family in months, maybe certainly less than a year before I gave my life to Christ. So mm-hmm. the, at two within, you know, close proximity, a couple big things happened that changed the dynamic of our marriage, but no yeah. doubt, no doubt moving away was a huge part mm-hmm. of it. Wow. And when Lord you knows what he's away, doing, doesn't he? He does. Yeah, he does. And when you move away and pull back, you realize, wow, all the pressure, the outside things, you know, um, that were put on your marriage. And it's like, and that you allowed. And it's like, yeah, oh, you thought it was normal. Or you don't realize the stress yeah, that it caused. It yeah, back then. or the tension. It's like, wow, once you didn't have that, it was amazing. Felt yeah. Like- bricks and labor off. <laughs> <laughs> right exactly so yeah. in all of that transition and challenges and leaving and cleaving did you guys ever which you probably already answered this but did you ever come to a point where you thought we're not going to make it is it we're done like i know that nicole you said you use yeah. the the d word in the beginning yeah. um, until alan told you we don't say that but i mean i know that there's still just stuff that we go through sometimes and did you guys ever 
like seriously get to that point where you're like, "Mm -mm, that's it. I can't. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, go ahead. We purse for us. No, I mean, I don't know. I'll let Nicole yeah, answer no. for herself. No. I, I did. I don't think my perception is no, neither one of us ever got to that place, thankfully. Um, but you know, I think that's just a miracle, honestly, uh, in and of itself that God just supernaturally, you know, he, mm-hmm. he, he will never let any of us handle, you know, undergo what more than we can handle. And, you know, we've probably gone through some things maybe other people couldn't handle. But maybe God knew we couldn't handle that. And so who were spared that um, getting to that point, even though we've been through some incredibly difficult times in other ways. Mm-hmm. No, we never, ever, I never mm-hmm. thought, no. you know what? I don't think our marriage is going to last. I, I always mm-hmm. believed it was going to last. In yeah. the beginning years, you know, I was, I was scared. I remember, but then once we you know, talked about the D word, (laughs) don't ever talk, don't say the D word. And um, so, yeah, we knew, we knew there's no way we're going to, no matter what, we might have some hard times, but we're going to make this work no matter what. And we had, I will just say we, to, we had seasons, I would say that were dry, that were not fulfilling, that were lonely. I think each one of us could say that, you know, in past times, different seasons, lonely and feeling like, well, maybe this is the way it's going to be forever. I, I, I could mm-hmm. say, yeah, we probably felt all those things, mm-hmm. but never like it's going to, it's going to end, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I know in um, talking with you guys and hearing a little bit of your story and, and um, hearing a little bit of your past before this, and even slipping into back to when you guys struggled, when your early years with finances, when you would go to the grocery store and argue about the toothpaste, even. (laughs) So I know, so moving away, you guys, you moved away, you started a job as um, highway patrol was it was highway patrol, right? That was the first reason why we moved away. Yes. Okay. So, and I think that there was also a point where you worked away and you were gone away from Nicole a lot of the time. And, and even a point to where you were struggling with your finances so, I mean, yes, marriage looks wonderful, but then there's different seasons, like you said, and different struggles that we go through. So what did, what did that kind of time look like for you guys? Yeah, there was pretty much four distinct, I'll come back and answer your question, but it was like four distinct yeah. seasons, maybe five. If the first one was the first few years of living in the same town as my family in construction, and then the season moving away as a police officer, and then the season moving out of state and not being a police officer and, and being very poor, which is what you're asking about. Mm-hmm. And then there was another season where um, I we were still away in another state. We've moved a few times. <laughs> and, um, and I was having to work, be away from the home a lot during that season of making good money and not having good quality time at home. And now yeah. there's the season of the last six, seven years of us working together from home. And it's been amazing. amazing. But the season of being broke um, was after the police officer. And that was, I don't know what your question was specifically, but it was very, very difficult season. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I it, like on our marriage, how, how just being financially right. challenged financially. is, yeah, mm-hmm. added stress. Yeah. But there's a lot of positive. Yeah, ton of stress. Interestingly enough, is we felt more stress, at least I did, more financial stress at other seasons of our life when we actually had more money. Mm-hmm. And that might sound a little odd. I don't mean <laughs> like now where we have an abundance of money. Um, you know, we don't feel 
hardly any financial stress now, but I just mean from losing my job in that season and trying to figure out how we were going to survive on, you know, two or $3,000 a month with a family of five Mm -hmm. to that kind of broke to qualifying for, you know, you know, public assistance or, you know, financial assistance or whatever, welfare, whatever you want to call it. Um, during that season, we were almost some of our happy, it it was some of our best years because we were close to each other. We had Mm -hmm. gone through a few years of walking with the Lord, being away from family, our our marriage had strengthened. We'd learned a lot about money and a lot about a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so always challenging to not have money. I'm not saying it was easy or enjoyable, but (laughs) I just was saying, I'm just saying we had less stress over money, fights over money, discussions over money, arguments over money. Then that even in other times when we maybe had not, maybe we had a little more money, not a ton, (laughs) but a little more money, a lot more friction and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But money definitely is something that is, I mean, there's plenty of marriages that, you know, don't, don't make it and are miserable with a ton of money. But money definitely does, especially if we if we treat money right as a vehicle for good and, and you know, view it that it's God's and not ours anyway, and, and give it and all the things that we should be doing with our money and invest it wisely. I mean, it makes things a whole lot easier and can eliminate a whole lot of stress that, you know, yeah. it's nice to not have those stresses now. I can say that. Right. Sure. <laughs> yeah. you know, life has enough stresses of its own. Yeah. So um, it sounds like once again, once those uh, um, those hardships came along, you guys leaned into each other again. We did. And I think the hardships, you know, have done a couple of things. They've, they've, they're the, they're the times when I've been the closest, drawn the closest to the mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. Um, and they're the time, they're the things I believe that is the reason we have a rock solid marriage today. And you're right, Stacy, we have, I mean, I just, yeah, I'm just blown do. away and it surely isn't because of me, but it's just by the grace of God, because yeah. I, I don't know anyone that has as I know very few people that have anywhere near as good a marriage as we do. Let's put it that way. And I feel sorry for anyone that doesn't. It's a huge blessing. It's a tremendous gift. And I think all those challenges are exactly what God's used to bring us closer to him and, and closer to each other. Sorry, I'm doing all the talking. What do you want to add? Just that we appreciate, we have a good marriage now. And so we really appreciate it because we have gone through the hard times, right? I am grateful and thankful for all the hard times and everything that we went through and not having a lot of money and all that. Um, And because of it, because all those hard times, we can now really appreciate the good times, you know, and um, it's just a blessing. Yeah. It's funny. I heard, uh, I heard Phil Robertson, Duck Dynasty. He, he was talking to his wife and he said, I've loved you when we were broke and I love you when you're rich. <laughs> yeah, it's much yeah. better being rich. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, and and I've actually heard a lot of people say that, you know, that have gone through really difficult challenges and come through on the other end to say, I wouldn't change it because it's made us as strong as we are now. Like, yeah, it was terrible. It was bad. But I wouldn't change it because of where it has brought us and the things that it could help us to teach other people and just as close as we are. So that's what it it sounds like it is for you guys as well. Oh, for sure. I just think, oh, my goodness, we could lose all our money tomorrow, you know, but we know we've been through it. So it's like we know what to do now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Nice. Nice. Okay, so um, 
So you guys are now living a great marriage and working together full time, right? Yes. We love can it. you tell us, can you, can, can you, can you give us a day in your life? What that looks like? A day in her life? Oh, okay. I mean, do you, do you, do y'all have your own offices or, or do you have like matching desks? What's that, what's that look like? <laughs> yeah. So right now we're sitting in his office, which I borrow a lot, actually. <laughs> because right now I'm not getting good service. I have a new computer. I'm not getting good service in my office. My office is actually, my desk is in our bedroom. So, um, so we do have separate um offices i guess you can say are at our old house we actually um were together in the same office both desks were uh we were across from each other which i really miss but we're okay. doing as many zooms and yeah. stuff like that which is hard to do separately yeah. in the same room right right mm. but um yeah so our day uh typically it's I feel like I'm in here a lot you know because we do zooms together which I love doing together but like this Saturday I'm going to be doing you know a ladies um zoom and so I'll probably borrow his office but (laughs) (laughs) but yeah our day I mean it's we used to work out together, so we need to get back into that. That was a lot of fun. Um, I work out here at home, and then he goes off to the gym in the morning, and then we come back, and then we um, we work for I don't know. We, we'll work. We work from home, as we said. We're in the health and wellness industry, so we're typically it's very flexible for the most part, unless we have a scheduled zoom or or some event, all of our events, I say all 99.9% of them are all done virtually. So we're on our phone or on zoom or, or whatever, uh, Skype makes it nice. Um, and which makes it very nice. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're dealing with, uh, we're, we're, we're talking to people We're we're helping people in a variety of ways. And it's, it's just a, it's a really fun business because we're getting to minister to people's most Mm -hmm. basic foundational needs, their health, mm. you know, their finances, because we help people also do what we do and earn income from home. Um, you know, it, it leads into um, bringing people into a special community that we're a part of, of other home-based business entrepreneurs, um, which then leads to all kinds of opportunities to build relationships with people and mm-hmm. serve them in other ways, you know, in their marriage and, you know, spiritually and everything else. So, our day is very, uh, not, it, you know, not one day looks identical to the next no, day. Definitely not. Um, dealing with a lot of people, talking to a lot of people, sharing information, sharing resources and tools, a lot of coaching, a lot of training, a lot of calls, a lot of Zooms. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're having dinner as a family every day at 530. We like to eat dinner early. And then the evening is usually, you know, free time. Occasionally we'll have a Zoom in an evening. Um, or we might hop on the boat. Or we might hop on our boat. We just live <laughs> on, the, on the lake live here on the in lake. Nashville area. And um, yeah, so we've got well, we a might invite lake somebody in our on, backyard. on the boat, which is always fun too. So we get to pour into other people and that's a lot of fun. We actually asked a family, but they couldn't because their son had baseball, but we were supposed to go on the boat tonight. Right. <laughs> Still might. That's awesome because I remember Alan in um, the early the early years that we've known you guys, what, three, three-ish years now? Yeah, about three years. Um, hearing how you always, during that period when you were working away, you always missed your family events and missed special occasions because of work and stuff. And so now that you guys are actually working together, what a blessing that is to just be able to make your own hours and you don't miss um, all of your, all of your family events and you can actually plan special things like that. So yeah, that's going to be a huge blessing and a great example to your children, by the way, 
Yes. I love it personally because my love language is quality time. So <laughs> I, when he was traveling all the time, that was hard. And I, yeah, I just absolutely love getting to work with him and spending time with him 24 seven. It's so fun. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and you know, so what's, cool, what's cool ahead. about that too is, you know, there's, we've got, as Nicole said, only three of the six children are still at home. They're high schoolers. Actually one just graduated. So yeah. Anyway, two are high schoolers. One, one's a freshman in college, I guess I could say. So um, anyway, but like on nights where, or days where they're all three gone for whatever reason, you know, we've got one at church camp right now and, you know, another one's at work and, and third one's wherever, let's just say she's in the swimming pool. We, we have the house to ourselves. Let's say this happens now. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about this. We're like, you know, isn't this really cool that not only do we have, you know, the Lord in common and each other in common and yeah. a house that we live together in common and, you know, children in common. But now when those children are gone and, and this empty nest deal happens here, which is right around the corner for us, isn't it really cool that we also have a business that we do together? That's not because we have to, mm-hmm. not because it's a grind, but because it's something we look forward to doing together growing together and impacting lives together. And I love how Nicole was sharing with me that just recently, she said, you know, you know what a Clydesdale is Alan. Right. And I'm like, yeah, that's a, you know, draft horse. I'm like, yeah, I know what a Clydesdale is. Yeah. She says, you know, they can pull a thousand or they can 8, pull 8,000 yeah. pounds, uh, which is a know, lot. One single <laughs> Clydesdale so can pull much. one th- 8,000 pounds. She wow. said, you know how many two together can pull? Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer is not 16,000, as one might think, you know, two times eight or two times 8,000, but actually 24,000. Two Clydesdales can pull three times mm-hmm. what what uh, one Clydesdale can pull. And I guess I feel, and, and I'm, she said, that's kind of like our business, you know, and, and everything we do in life and whatever God allows us to minister in, but together we're able to accomplish so, so much, much more. more. Yeah. And, and it, and, it's three t- or maybe 10 times the fun. So yes. um, <laughs> add the fun. And <laughs> anyway, great. yeah, we, we love, we love getting to, to do this together and, and be, um, you know, being a team, and be I a think, team. you know, yeah. being a team, being on the same team, uh, so many marriages, you know, they're, it's almost like they're not on the same team, right? They're yeah. enemies and yeah, living two separate lives. Yeah. Almost. And, yeah. um, and so that's one thing, like we aren't, we're like, we, pitch ourselves on the same team. We're doing this together. And, and when we do that, you know, instead of looking at each other's like negatives and in the past, like it used to not be that way. Um, and with the selfishness and all that, and it was almost like, you know, you weren't on the same team and, um, it doesn't make for a healthy marriage. I spent more time with the, with other women and, and men for that matter that I worked with eight, nine, 10 hours a day, five days a week than I did with my own wife. And so that's another big blessing of, of what we yeah. have now, you know, is yeah. we're, we spend a lot of time together and, and it's yeah. a good thing because we like each other. Yeah. And that was, <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. That was it one shows. thing when we um, started this home-based business and um, we worked together, I was loving life. I'm like, this is so fun. Oh my goodness. And it really helped us have a red hot marriage. And I remember going to Alan and being like, no wonder so many bosses have affairs with their secretaries. Cause I, at the time felt like his mm. secretary, right? I mean, it drew us so close. I mean, I, I love coming to his office, wherever he was and, you know, talking about work. And I mean, it just drew us so close. 
and getting oh to gosh. do things with other couples, you know, working with other couples was, you know, or has been so fun. And anyways, I just remember, I was just like, this is too good to be true. This is so fun. <laughs> that is so awesome. And I yeah. never thought about it that way, Nicole, but you're right. You know, a lot of people, even because Thad used to work at the prison. And so, you know, that's all you hear about is couples hooking up out there, but it's because they spend so much time together and they're mm -hmm. not getting to spend that time at home. So, yeah. I mean, I almost want to ask you guys if there's any challenges of working together as a couple, but I don't know if there is because you <laughs> love it so much. It doesn't seem so on this side. <laughs> no. There are challenges, yeah. but uh, not near as many as the rewards. Yeah. Well, in the beginning, there was challenges mm -hmm. trying to find our mm -hmm. place. Like, okay, what are you supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Okay, your personality is like this, you know, just finding our unique abilities um, and talents and then going from there, you know. So him focusing on what he needs to focus on with his different, but then also not, because like one thing, and you might know this, Stacy. I hate to speak. I hate getting on stage doing all that. And I'm not a, I'm not a natural born leader, but also like encouraging one another to grow in those areas that we are weak in. And he is so good. Alan is so good at, he's such an encourager, but encouraging me to be a better version of myself. And I feel like that's helped. And, you know, I still have a long way to go. I feel like, like, I want to be just like Alan when I grow up. <laughs> Maybe he might want to be like me in certain Absolutely. areas. I was going to say that. Anyway, so that's been a lot of fun, you know, taking on that challenge and encouraging one another. To yeah. Grow. And another, another challenge that we, as me, I needed to learn and still need to be careful of even to this day is not pushing Nicole too hard. I mean, no, no boss would do well to push anybody. No coach, I guess, necessarily mm -hmm. would do well to push somebody encourage someone, you know, help, help them along the, uh, the process. Yes. But, um, but I, I am more like, Hey, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, more, more driven, I guess <laughs> yes. you could say driven. driven. Um, yeah. And so I have to, one of the challenges is, you know, have to be careful to communicate in a language she understands, not push, try, you know, try to, what, what it motivates me doesn't necessarily motivate her. And right. so learning the right way to motivate and inspire and encourage, maybe that's a better way to say it than push um, in her language. And I'm not talking about the love language, but you know, the motivation mm -hmm. language right? and then, then the way I would want to be motivated or the way I motivate myself. And so mm -hmm. those are some of the challenges and nuances of, um, you know, working together that we're still learning. Yeah. We're still I learning. Am. Yeah. Which is fun. I want to always be learning. I want to be yeah. a lifelong learner. Mm, that's right. Yeah. Into that. Well, I've seen, just, you know, in the three years that we've known you guys, um, Alan, you are an excellent teacher. We love listening to your coaching because it, it's just amazing. It's practical, but it's amazing. And the way that you speak is great. And I've seen the way that you've encouraged Nicole and Nicole, you've actually like, you say that you're an introvert and you're not very good at speaking, but if Alan's encouragement is what has helped you become a better speaker. People need to listen to Alan more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I agree. I agree you Stacey. are amazing. Aww. When you get up and speak, Nicole, you can see you. your true heart and the way that you really care for people, both of you. The way that you care for people is genuine. Mm -hmm. And that is what is drawn us to you guys. Um, you know, in the, in the business, in the mentorship, in the coaching, in all of the things that you do, we 
I mean, we probably talked about you guys a lot yeah. around here. Oh, <laughs> we, that's I true. So, well, like, like Nicole, like you had said a few minutes ago, uh, you guys are what we want to be when we grow up. You're better. You're better. <laughs> oh, no. That's beyond gracious. Thank you so yes, much. More than we you. deserve for sure. Yes. Well, it's all truth. Okay, so in, in all of that, we know that you have a, a book in the works. So we'll mention that a little bit more at the end because um, I'm excited to get my hands on that. But let's go ahead and um, ask a few questions as we wrap up. So if you were to give advice to couples who are struggling in probably, well, it could be the beginning or any time during their marriage who are struggling with leaving and cleaving. Because we, we, uh, we asked the question because we know... Um, that that problem can can take years yes. to go through as it did for us as well yeah my, on my part yeah. yeah it was probably uh 12 to 14 years for us so um so what advice would you give to a young couple a a, a well-established couple <laughs> yeah. who are having that problem i would say during that time you know a lot of prayer going to god and um, praying a lot and waiting and being patient, um, also communicating. Um, and looking back, back then, I wish I would have communicated more, um, of course, in a loving way, like this is what hurts me. And a lot of times I would just stuff it, you know, <laughs> um, deep down inside, which is not good and healthy, but, um, and then realize, okay, I need to pray. Like this is out of my control. He's not listening to me, but then just being patient in the process because it's not going to be an overnight thing, right? Immediate change. So, I mean, I guess the advice I would give is it's worth it. In addition to what Nicole said, it's worth mm -hmm. it. Um, mm -hmm. It's a hundred percent worth it. What you may feel you're giving up with your family is, I mean, it's God's plan. So mm -hmm it's you're, we're going to be rewarded and paid repaid. If, if for lack of a better way of saying it, you know, 10 times over a hundred times over, I mean, there's no mother or father or sibling or aunt or uncle or whoever the family member is, or members are that are coming between a couple, a married couple, having the rich relationship, rich marriage that God intended for them there's not no person that can even come close to filling that um, relation that that the satisfaction that comes from a, a marriage where both parties feel like their priority. So I would mm -hmm. say it, it's God's plan. It's worth it. You may feel like you're giving up something, potentially hurting somebody in the process or whatever, um, but it's worth putting your spouse first and and cleaving to them. And making their needs, wants, and desires the most important of any human on the planet. Yeah, good That's word. Good. Yeah, very good. Very good. Okay, so um, you you guys have talked about working together and um, uh, actually being a team now. Right. Um, so, what advice would you give to other couples who choose to uh, to work together? Well, we mentioned some of it uh, a minute ago, I would say in, in just telling a little bit of our experience, but just knowing each other's personal strengths and unique abilities yeah. and knowing their weaknesses um, as well to find what role fits each one the best. 
um, has been super helpful for us. Um, also being positive and encouraging the other spouse, not tearing the other down. I mean, that kind of should go without saying, but unfortunately it doesn't um, for a lot of us in the past. And um, I mean, like, for example, I mean, Nicole is, I always say Nicole is the wow and I am the how, you know, <laughs> I, love that. I love that. Oh my goodness. She has all the great ideas. She, she really does. I mean, and, and I'm the guy that <laughs> figures out how to get them done. And, yeah, you know, the, the very small percentage <laughs> that aren't great ideas, I shoot them down, but most of them are all amazing. And I just figure out how we can execute them. Yeah. And he um, does it. <laughs> he does it well. <laughs> So Aww. anyway, um, and, and I don't know, have fun together. I yep, think that's sure, important too. Yep. I mean, pe- people listening to this podcast may, may, when they hear us say, talk excitedly that we get to work together and, you know, it's yeah. like, Ooh, you know, but yeah, that, I we've think had people, yeah. like, I could never, I would never want that. You know, it's like, what are you yeah. kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, there's that too, to spend so yeah. much time together, yes. which I don't, then, I do understand, but I don't understand because yeah, I, 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 the more time I can spend with, I mean, if I just go to the gym and I'm gone for an hour, I'm, I'm missing Nicole. Yes. So I, I, and I'm I want to spend time so. with her all the time, yeah. but I'm just saying, as far as like, how could we be so excited about work? Well, we're, we're doing something that we feel is purposeful, you know, that mm-hmm. is meaningful. It's not just work for dollars. If it was just yeah. work for dollars yeah. to do that together, you know, man, I'd rather be doing something else together than work. But yeah. when we're, we're, our work is so much more than work. Um, and so we have fun doing it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we have fun doing it together. Yeah. So I don't know, I guess I would say find a way to, in, you know, have fun doing it together um, and then, or do something you could have fun doing yeah. it, to, doing together. If you, if you don't enjoy what you do and don't feel find purpose and meaning in it. And I think too, one thing I had to realize, you know, in the beginning, making sure he didn't carry all the weight. So like I said, in the beginning, the the personal growth and all that personal development, not just being lazy and sitting on the side and doing little things here. Yes, I have all the creative ideas, but actually doing some of the things that he does, right. Um, And not allowing him to carry all the weight. So, but of course, you know, when I do carry the weight and I'm entertaining people or doing whatever, he will take some of that weight off me, which is, you know, wonderful. So knowing, you know, depending on what week, if we have a busy week and people over, I'm busy with the kids. So anyways, yeah, that helps. Well, awesome. your, your marriage has definitely come full circle. You know, we heard about the challenges at the beginning and the struggles and now how you guys are a solid team together. And we know that there's probably a lot more that we didn't get to talk about in this podcast because there all there always is. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but and through that, I see uh, we know that you have a book that's coming out. And so we would love for you to tell us about that now because I can't wait to get my hands on it. <laughs> I can't wait to get it done. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I am so excited about this. I've, I've felt like God has been putting a couple, two or three different books on my heart and mind for the last couple of years. And I didn't really have clear. I, I just didn't have clear. They were all kind of mumble jumbled together in my head. I didn't have clarity of what the first one even really was. They all ran together in my head. So anyway, um, more recently God gave me that and I'm so excited. The book is going to be, and I'm in the process of writing it now. I don't know. Realistically, it's probably not going to be released until 2023, but, um, it's called life's hard succeed anyway. 
And mm -hmm. the kind of the premise of the book is about, is just that we all have challenges in life, in our marriage, in our health, potentially, you know, financially, relationally, children, parenting. I mean, their life is full of challenges. And I've learned, you know, I, I believed at one point that I would get to this moving to this place and get to this place financially, geographically, and have all the pieces and puzzle where life would be easy, fairly easy and comfortable. And I've realized there's things we can do to, to, to work hard, to put ourselves in a position to make life easier, but it's always going to be hard. There's always going to be challenges. And, and so overcoming the challenges, going through the challenges, learning through the challenges and not letting those obstacles or challenges become excuses that hold us back from right. accomplishing all God's created us to accomplish in our marriage and our finances and our parenting and our health and all these spiritually and all these important areas of life. It came clear to me, this is the book. It's life's hard succeed anyway. And each chapter is going to be a challenge, a real life challenge from losing, you know, loved ones to a lot of different things um, in our life that we've gone through that I've specifically have gone through that Nicole's gone through with me, most of them, but mm -hmm. that I've gone through and lessons learned that have come out of it in hopes that the book's going to be an easy read, a lot of stories, but a lot of, um, valuable content and, um, real practical tips and strategies and mindsets to help people really enjoy success in life, um, mm -hmm. in all areas of their life. And so that's, yeah. that's the book. And I'm just super excited about it. Well, we're super excited about it too. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be Thank very you. inspiring and encouraging. And I mean, just when you speak, you're already inspiring and encouraging. So I know that the book is just going to be jam packed of those things. And I'm just grateful that you're, that you're, that you are writing it um, as a resource for the rest of us to realize that life's hard to succeed anyway, and we can do it. So yeah. Thank you. Um, I, and if anybody wants to just get like updates along the way. I'm uh, launching a new website any day now. So probably by the time this podcast airs, it should be live, but it's simply allenblaine.com, A-double-L-A-N-B-L-A-I-N.com is the website. Um, there's a specific page for the book. And if you put a forward slash 21 after allenblaine.com slash 21, the number two one, you can get to a different page. That's the only way to get to that page to get 21, my 21 best secrets to overcoming any obstacle and succeeding. So kind of a little sneak peek, I guess, if you will, of just some of the content that's going to be coming in the book. So there's a couple of resources that will hopefully be helpful to some of your listeners. And um, again, tips and stuff that will apply not only just for business and financial and entrepreneurial but a lot of the 21 can be applied to anything, including marriage. Awesome. awesome. We'll definitely put a link to that yeah, in the show definitely. notes. So awesome. Well, we just want to thank you guys, like from the bottom of our hearts. Yeah, this has been awesome. Yeah. Thank you for, for giving us your time and sharing some of your story with us and, and your wisdom. And, and uh, I think we're the better for it. Yeah, definitely. And I, hopefully our listeners are better for it too. We just thank you for being a, a, a light to, to marriages everywhere. Thank you for having yeah. us. This has been fun. So thank you. Love what you both are doing yes. your marriage uh, rescue so 101 podcast and love following you on Instagram oh, and all your it's social media stuff, <laughs> all your reels, stuff. your TikToks, and everything you're doing. 
um, so much fun. And I just love it because it's so meaningful. It's so neat. It's the kind of information as we started off sharing, I, we, I wish we had, we didn't have 30 years ago when we got married. So and that you all can be raw and real Mm. and vulnerable about your Mm. own past. Yeah. Oh, how much value is that to all, all of us to yeah. be encouraged? So, so thank, thank you, you for what you're doing. It's an much. honor to get to be on here. Yeah, with you. such an honor. <laughs> thank you so much, you guys. We can't wait uh, for everyone else to hear this, and we just um, we just pray blessings over you. Thank yes. you so much. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you. Awesome. Be blessed. Hey friends, thanks for joining us today on Marriage Rescue 101. We'd love for you to subscribe here as well as follow us on Instagram at Marriage Rescue 101. And while you're there, don't forget to check out our freebies. We'll see you next time on Marriage Rescue 101.